0: Hello
1: and welcome to Talking Dirty. Thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh,
2: this will be a blast talking to you.
1: Yeah, so I'm super excited to hear about your 2023, how you got into OCR and like your plans for next year. But before we talk about any of that, let's hear you say your own name, please.
2: <laughs> so hi, this is uh, Karen Abrahamson, previously. Carlson. I think many know me by that name still, but my name is uh, Karen Abrahamson. So if, if I'm going to say it in Swedish, it's uh, Karin, but it's easier to just say Karen. It's been it's it's become my nickname in a way to say Karen. So Amazing. it's uh, the way I introduce myself in English.
1: It's like so cool how differently everyone says it. I love it. It's so fun.
2: <laughs> yeah, it, it's a very Swedish name, so it's very hard to pronounce it if you don't say it in Swedish. It just becomes a different name and it's completely fine I mean I, I live in a French-speaking country or part of the country and here it's Carine so it's it's fine anyhow you pronounce it
1: amazing so you go by three different names now <laughs> Yep. <laughs> yeah love that so let's just roll straight into it um you've been in OCR a long time right
2: yeah 2014 oh wow 2014. yeah
1: wow. so this will be like your 10th year in OCR yeah whoa that's huge okay so yeah
2: it's insane insane I've been doing it for so long
1: that's crazy how did you get into the sport how did you find it is it always been sort of like as big as it is now in Sweden or
2: not no so I got into it in 2014 um before that I um Well, I did gymnastics when I was very small and then I did football for 10 years. That's like, I would say my main sport as a kid. And uh, then I was living abroad and, you know, snowboarding, drinking beer and not really (laughs) really doing sports for uh, just doing it for fun. And then when I moved back to Sweden, Gothenburg to study, I uh, realized that I have a lot of time when I'm not studying. So I wanted to train, so I started going to gym and I got all into that, doing a lot of strength training, group sessions, ended up doing two two sessions a day sometimes because I just enjoyed it so much. And I was noticing that I was getting stronger pretty quickly and I wanted to challenge myself. So I signed up for a cross-country skiing race, which is huge in Sweden. Uh, was really not my thing, but I enjoyed just training for something. And then I signed up for a running race and I didn't do it because I didn't want to run for uh, 21 kilometers on asphalt. So I just skipped that race and just kept looking for a challenge that suited me better. And I saw an OCR race in Sweden. I'm like, this sounds like something. I'm going to try this. And I did it, and I just completely fell in love with the sport. I hated the running, but yeah. I loved the obstacles. I, it was very natural for me. I knew exactly how to do it straight away. Uh, some of it, I was not strong enough, uh, like the ramp. I hadn't done it before, but I, I just loved the challenge of uh, moving from one point to another and just conquering obstacles on the way. So after that race, I'm, I just, I'm gonna become really good at this. I'm gonna train for this, and yeah, that's how it started.
0: Um, amazing
1: so it was literally just one race and you were like i fucking love this i'm gonna try hard let's see what i can do
2: yeah for sure and that was the time 2014 there was like i don't know eight races in sweden in one year uh so after that i pretty much just signed up to all of that was in may to all of the ones that was fairly close and that was two races (laughs) I ran one, one in Oslo and one in Gothenburg. And then I ended up in Manchester in November running oh, a race. Oh, so in 2014, I ran five races.
1: This is the video you put up the other day?
2: Yeah, because when I got the list from you with just a few points that we were going to talk about, it was like 2014. What do I remember from that? It's like, oh, that was one of the coolest races. I really, really enjoyed that. I, th- I think I enjoyed it so much due to being at a shorter format, more speed, more strength more you know being explosive and that's still what I enjoyed most in OCR but it was not part of the sport in the beginning so in 2014 I ran this race and I loved it so much but it took so long until I did it again
0: yeah
1: uh,
2: which is a bit ironic but yeah it was really cool I really liked that race
1: amazing so when did you, start, how did it work in 2014? Was any everyone sort of running competitively or was it still separate with like an open and competitive wave? When do you think you started really running competitively? So
2: 2014, I was still in race, you know, with yeah. not in elite because I was not part of the elite yet. Yeah. I was still a beginner. I think 2013 was the first year they had races in Sweden. So I think 2014 was the first year with elite um, heats. Okay. So the toughest ones I did not, and I did one late in November. I think I ran an elite in that one first start group. Anyways, but 2015 was the first year I ran elite for sure. That's like in elite vest and everything.
1: Yeah.
0: Um.
2: Yeah.
1: Unreal. So with OCR in Sweden, it's now quite big, right? You have like so many teams.
2: Yeah. It's huge and now you have to join a team in order to compete in the Swedish championship European and world so you need to be part of a team so I guess it's like that in other countries too but yeah it's it's huge in Sweden now we have a lot of really good runners now I think this might be one of the years we've been yeah I think we have like to 10 female runners that are really really good yeah which is yeah, it's really cool. It's grown a lot. And yes. Yeah, and this is the first year we're also running for the Swedish Athletics Federation. Is that the right way to yeah, say? Yeah, it? yeah. yeah. English. Uh which is really cool. I mean, we have the same outfits as the 100 meters runners and it's really cool. You feel that what we're doing is actually for real. Yeah. Uh and we have this gala in sweden two days ago at the swedish athletic gala and the ocr racers that got medals on the european championship and the world championship were actually up on stage with the best swedish athletics runner or athletes in sweden which is like holy shit, we're on the same stage as these people like we're for real now which is so <laughs> cool it's the, so cool has it's really grown. yeah
1: starts feeling like a real sport and I know like yeah. in Sweden you have loads and loads of places to like practice outdoors and stuff as well like that is so cool we just don't have that in the UK it's just epic it's so not cool. in Geneva either <laughs> not here where yeah. I live either
2: yeah. but yeah it's really cool that it's grown in Sweden for sure yeah it's getting out there
1: Yeah, and you do, you're right. You have probably, like, you and Denmark probably have the deepest field of female competitors in Europe. Oh, Spain has a lot as well. They're really great. But it's very impressive.
2: Yeah, I think it's going to grow even more now that we're part of the athletics. I mean, I think it's going to attract more people. That, okay, this is actually a real thing now. Maybe we should join, and it's actually really cool. The sport still has some work to do to... uh... To be more professional, but absolutely we're, we're working on it.
1: Yeah. I think that's just a worldwide thing though, right? Like the sport has quite a lot of work to do to cement itself as something real. But you're right, it's getting there and it's it's exciting.
2: Yeah. It's a new sport. I mean it it's the only way to go. It's trial and error. It's just it it sucks sometimes, but it is um it just needs to be done.
1: Yeah. It is what it is, right? Also I know like you have this in Sweden and you've put it in your results for this year. So the Swedish military championships, what is that? And what makes it different slash similar to OCR?
2: Should have Siri answering this question. <laughs> uh, so I think it started with uh, just being part of the military. Okay. So it's, uh, they call it five, uh, it's pinnacle. So it's trail running, 4K. They have the obstacle course. They have throwing, shooting, and swimming, obstacle swimming. Cool. Uh, So since a few years, they separated the Swedish championship so anyone can compete in the Swedish uh, military championship. Okay. So that's a 400-meter course with 16 to 20 obstacles. I think the female does 16 and the male do 20. The female don't do the high jumping from uh, the ladder and a, a wall and two more obstacles, and uh, the main difference is that it's no grip, basically no upper body obstacles, okay. so it's more agility, uh, like one wall, one Irish table, crawling, it's very quick, it's very fast compared to a 400 meter obstacle course, Okay. or OCR, um,
0: yeah.
2: I think that, that's the main difference, and it's, I think the military obstacle course is part of another Federation it's not part of the athletics it's part of something else that someone else should ask for what (laughs) I'm not (laughs) sure Uh, yeah but that's the the main difference it's more for me it's the 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 courses you cannot train on them as you like it's part most or all of the courses are inside military base okay you cannot go there and train whenever you like or you cannot just go there and pay for an entrance it has to be someone in in the military system that opens up for you or have a training session so it's very limiting for anyone who's not in the military because you cannot just go there and train so for me it's always I've done it twice so I did it first time in 2018 and that was the first time I ever been on a military course and this was the second time or third time I've ever been on a military course so it's like you just do what you can with it yeah um i mean it's very specific it's very detailed they trade yeah day after day to become good at that specific course because it looks exactly the same every time all over the world pretty much i mean there are some difference uh, they call they talk about different curves so either you have i think it's three lanes which means one two three curves or five curves which differs if you have five curves it's obviously takes more time and not yeah okay way way too detailed but yeah it's uh for me it's just for the fun of it it's I really love the course um but nothing I've trained for
1: that's pretty cool I don't think we really have a military championship here um certainly not one that OCR people participate in anyway
2: it's not many that does because it's still very new and as I said you cannot practice on the course So you have like no chance beating the military people, but I just, I'm just so excited every time I get a chance to train on it and on the race day you can. So that's usually why I go because it's fun.
1: Okay. So, and you did one of those this year. So let's talk about your whole season this year because it was super cool. So your first race was Spartan Munich this year, right? Um and yeah. that was that was a qualifier for Madrid.
2: Yes, that's why I went. I looked at the qualifying races and saw that that was the first one, and I had a pretty packed schedule this year, so I was like, oh, just okay, just let's just go to Munich, get it over with. and uh, because you had to have a top ten position, yeah. and I felt like that's something I can do. So let's just do that and see if I can do more race before. But yeah, it was for, to qualify for Madrid. Okay, the okay. final,
1: yeah. So were I know you've already said you really enjoy the short courses, like you enjoy the explosive nature of it. Was your whole season sort of designed around let's find as many amazing short courses as I can? Uh, I, I would like to, but okay. where
2: I live, there are just so few races. Okay. Uh, in Geneva, in Switzerland, they have three races in one year. Oh, wow. so it's two Spart- Spartan races. It's one in Barbier, the other one in um, Croix, I think. And then it's one in Geneva. And all of them are in the summer. Yeah. So there are also the French races, Spartan races. There are a couple of more, but it's too far away. So, so for me, it's been more, okay, what races do I have that is fairly close? So for me, Munich was kind of close because it's a short flight. So yeah. It was kind of close for me. I-, I wish that I could design it that way. But no, it's more that I raced the races that was I could do, pretty much. There aren't that many 3K races, no. uh, to be honest. Yeah, so not really. <laughs> I wish okay. I could, but it hasn't. It's more been about the races I could fit in the schedule and that are fairly close to me before the European Champs. In 2022, I didn't manage to find a single race for me before the European Champs and the Champs was in June and I didn't have a single race since a trail race in December so that was not good <laughs> I don't recommend that at all um, I mean I I think there were a few races I could have done but it, I couldn't have fit it in my schedule but it was it's so few races that if, if there is one I have to go pretty much yeah. to get a few races before yeah, so it was not designed for that. I wished so, but the plan was to aim for the 3K races. My, okay. my plan for 2023 was 3K European, 3K Worlds, and the 3K Spartan final in Madrid. That was my goal plan.
1: Nice. And you came third in Munich? Uh, yeah, yeah. I uh, I heard Madrid when you
2: said it. I was like, wait, wait. wait. Uh, <laughs> no, yes, I came third in Munich, <laughs> Yeah
1: how do you feel Um, the race went did you enjoy it were you happy with your performance
2: uh I mean the first race is always like why do I do this sport again (laughs) this is so hard this is so painful it's like you run so fast and when you're the most tired you're gonna do an obstacle and when you've done an obstacle you're really tired you need to run fast again (laughs) it's like the same thing every year uh, but I did a good race and I was happy with it, but I didn't really feel ready to perform yet, which was great. That's like what the first race is for. It's kind of just shock the whole system and get you motivated to train more. So I'm happy with the race. Uh, it was a secure third place. I, w- I went back and forth with Lena, who was second, but she ran away from me in the end. And yeah, I was I was happy with it. I was a bit disappointed because they released the 3k series and you had to qualify on a 5k course but the yeah. 5k course ended up being like seven and a half oh. so that was so it was like oh this was not what i was uh, planning for but i mean you just adjust that's what you do in obstacles you just adjust it's always like this is always something so uh, yeah i was happy with that race it was a good good start of the season i had more work to do for sure
1: okay and then you had another Spartan that was your second race. Um, Spartan, I,
2: I think, uh, I think I mixed them up. I think the toughest race was first. Oh, I cool. looked at it before, yeah. So, the toughest race in Malmö. So, what, what I did this year was I was traveling a lot back and forth to Sweden because we were building a house, yeah. So, when I was in Sweden, I realized that the toughest race in Malmö was there. So I was, I was like. Do I have energy for this? Not really, but it's gonna be fun and meet yeah. some friends. And uh, yeah, so that was my first toughest race since 2019. Oh wow! Um, I uh, in 2019 I decided that this is my last toughest race, competitive because uh, everyone who was in the sport from well 15 to 19 know how big toughest race was. Yeah, and the tour and I ran four to seven toughest races a year from 15 to uh, 19 okay and uh, we were racing you know neck to neck to these girls every weekend and it was so cool very intense and I I felt 2019 I did a brilliant race I was so happy with it my second tour wins but I was like I'm done this is I'm done I need to do other races to uh, keep but doing the sport having fun with it getting you know new challenges i was very happy with what i've done i think i did before that 32 toughest races 30 wow. 31 31 or 32 okay. yeah so i was like it's okay to be done it's time to do something else but as i said before like it's been so hard for me to to race it there are not no there are not many races close to geneva so I was like okay here's a chance to do one i'm very excited it's been four years uh, i want to do it let's do it so they had a a championship that day but it was a bit odd so you qualified for the championship in 2022 and the final was in may
0: okay in Muhammad,
2: and i had not qualified for that so i couldn't yeah. run with the elite i ah. had to run elite two or something they call it. it was a second heat, which was a bit shame i like to race other girls i was running alone pretty much the whole race but It was fun. It was a fun experience. I cleared all the obstacles. It was like a good, uh, check for me. Like, okay, I'm still really strong at obstacles. Yeah, I had a, I had a good time. It was, uh, but I missed, I missed the girls for sure. I'm in OCR. I'm in racing because I love racing. That's like the whole point of it. I think the whole thing with running in different heats in the championships is no fun either. Like, I, I think the, top 20 women should be in the same heat if you don't if you cannot put all the 50 or how many it is in the same heat at least put 20 of top 20 in one and 20 to 40 in one i mean i'm not in top 10 any longer so but i still think the best should be in should the same heat yeah. because i really think so because it's like the whole thing of racing i mean we train alone all year yeah. and when you're at a race you want to race yeah but it, it's it's my opinion i think uh
1: no, I I uh, agree with you. So at Euros, the heats are they were so small in hungry, right? Whereas in yeah. Worlds, it was better because you had maybe three or four total heats of elite women. Yeah, I think it was seeded smarter. Yeah, uh, it looked but better.
2: It looked better, but I mean the 3k ida and nicole was not in the same in heat. The same one so, for, why not? so, for, me, so yeah. for me it's like no this is not good enough you know that it's going to be between these two girls so why are they not in the same beat yeah um I, I think that's the whole thing of racing and that's what we want to see we want to see neck to neck we want to see hugs after the finish line it's like the whole
1: thing but
2: yeah maybe we're getting
1: there yeah possibly and yeah I agree with it because like from a even just from a spectator point of view right they say yes, especially been, spectator exactly like it's so hard to follow if you don't understand the mechanics of the sport like you couldn't just put on the tv and know that it was a race and this person wow. and it's like why are you making it so difficult for new people to no. sort of understand what's going on yeah, it's silly. My, my family has stopped
2: watching the live shows because they don't understand where I'm at Anyways, Yeah. And I mean, it's such a shame for the sport. I mean, this sport is kind of cool to watch. Yeah. We we just need to make it easier to watch and understand, as you say, for the spectators. And I think it should be fairly easy to do that. But at the same time, the, the way the ban system and the penalty goes, it kind of messes it up anyways in the end yeah. I don't know if we should start this discussion <laughs> because yeah. I can uh, I can rant on for a while but yeah I think it needs an improvement
1: yeah, yeah. Are- I do agree yeah I think there there's probably ways where you could televise that properly like have a, a little count uh, on the corner of the screen maybe if anyone loses a band in the top exactly yeah and then even if there's two people on the penalty loop at the same time that's still a bit exciting it's yeah bit true kind of euros where it was like heavy 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 carry um and worlds you had the barrel to roll right I mean it's not super exciting to watch but if there were three people doing it at the same time it might be more
2: yeah that's very true like the penalty should be more exciting the the roll it's a, it was like a bit pathetic it was it, it, it was not like go 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 it's just yeah. so slow well, that, that
1: yeah it was it's slow. too
2: slow it, it's better that it's longer than and more intense uh, i didn't think of that but yeah that's the truth
1: so yeah carcassonne and you came first is the yeah. name right so in malmu you came third at toughest yeah
2: that that's it's hard to say third because it was th- third best time but since i was not in the elite i didn't Fine. get an official okay. third yeah. that's why i put it in like a Okay. I don't want to put anyone away from their third place third because place. I didn't get it, but third best time. Yeah.
1: Fine. Okay. Amazing. And then yeah, we go back to Spartan. And yeah. we won. Yeah,
2: that was uh, it was nice. <laughs>
1: what what distance was this? Was this another sprint?
2: This was the super. Okay. Uh but I think it ended up being like 12, 12 and a half or something. Super is supposed to be 10. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this was um it was a really good race for me, but I was not feeling very well. This was another, uh, this was the last race I was doing before the Euros. So I really wanted to get it done, but yeah. I was sick one week before the race. I was like, should I go? Should I not go? Should I? But in the morning I was like, okay, let's just do it. And I'll stop the race if I don't feel well. Yeah. Uh, which is so stupid because I know that I cannot stop.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And it was a lot of things. We traveled in the last minute. We didn't, I didn't eat well. It was so many things that was horribly wrong, but a good to test yourself with having like yeah. the worst uh, preparation. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even get gels with me for the race. I didn't eat proper breakfast, but somehow... I managed to just pull myself together and push through some serious uh, pain and uh, lack of energy and still won the race. I was like, this is pretty cool. Like, man, I, I did it. But afterwards, it was so stupid because I got really sick after it for two to three weeks. So I don't recommend doing this 2023 season. It's just, I, I'm a bit like mixed feelings about it because, uh, yeah, I made some uh, bad choices. Like, I, I shouldn't have done the race, but I was really happy with my performance because I wasn't feeling very well, but I had to pay for it. So that's the conclusion of it. So I'm like, yeah, I'm happy with it, but it cost me a lot. But it was a cool race. Uh, I really recommend doing it. The running, it was we were running in, in the forest most of the time, single track trail. And I mean, as with Spartan, everyone who's done it, you know that it's not that many obstacles. You know what you're getting yourself into. But it, it was a cool race. It was, it was a bit strange because it was a bit cold. It was This was in May in France, which is usually very warm, but it was like six, seven degrees. It was wow. raining. It was cold. And the first grip obstacle was not until after five kilometers, oh, wow. which is very, very rare for me. So when I got there, I realized I was so cold and so stiff. You know, my hands were not warm at all. So I did the twister when it was wet. Yeah. And after like three grips, I just fell down. I couldn't I couldn't hold on to the grips. Wow. Oh, no. And I was like, shit, what's this? Like this, I was not
1: expecting this. At a Spartan, yeah.
2: <laughs> at a Spartan and the first grip obstacle. Uh, and but I was pretty calm because I've done the toughest race previously. So I know that it's not the grip strength. Yeah. It's just me being cold and probably lack of energy and you know, all these things I told you before. But this was also the first race I got a penalty at a Spartan race since they removed the burpees. Yes. So I actually got back into the race. So it was a bit strange, you know, before you've done a Spartan and you fail an obstacle, you know that you have like two minutes of doing burpees and you feel like crap after. Now I did a run and maybe I lost 40 seconds, 45. So it it feels like a step Back in one way too that you can now come back as a runner and actually kind of win the race if you're really good runner yeah. and just fail a couple of obstacles, but you can because you can still run yourself back in the race. Yeah. But the girl I was running against, she's an obstacle racer too, so it was, mm-hmm. yeah. What was I going to say with that? Yeah. So I failed that obstacle and I felt like I didn't really get the punishment or the penalty I was supposed to get because I was kind of fast back in the game. But luckily, she failed another obstacle after. So she got the same type of penalty that was way too short as well. So it felt like we evened it out. Yeah, Yeah. to sum it up, it was a good race. It was really cool. It it was three seconds apart in the end. So oh, wow. it was really a sprint to the finish yeah oh, wow. uh, so it was it was really painful race you know not feeling very well so I was at several points I'm like I'm just gonna let her go and then she was starting to get tired so then I was like catching up and I was like oh shit I'm just gonna do it anyway. So we were like going back and forth the whole race It was like super hard to step back like if she would have been way ahead of me I would probably step back because I wasn't feeling well but we were like there the whole time, so it's like I had to push hard. I didn't have to do anything, but it's uh, fun. That's like what I love. It's, like finally, we're fighting. So yeah, I did have a good time for sure at that race,
1: even though it hurt afterwards. It was worth it during.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it was worth it during. i now when I tell the story, it's like still fun that I did it, but it was not the best choice.
1: Uh, and that was sort of like your last prep for Euros. So then yeah, you <laughs> yeah. hungry. You were obviously on Team Sweden. So you did the 3K. You did the... Yeah, it was 15, 15. wasn't it? 15, and then the team race as well. Yeah. I awesome. did
2: the 100, but I didn't oh, do it yeah. officially. So I I couldn't get into the final. I had a time that was qualifying for the final, but I wasn't... No, I wasn't... What do you say? The Swedish leader didn't pick me out for the team. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to run it. So I asked yeah if I could run it anyways for fun I did all four races actually
1: that's crazy and uh, that's so annoying that you got a time that would have put you in the final and you couldn't do it that's no
2: but oh. I mean in one way like this is the way of making sports serious
1: yeah like in what
2: other sport can someone just show up can I please join can I try?
0: <laughs> yeah
2: you know so in one way it's I mean we yeah but it's annoying I wanted to run it but the coach wanted us to focus on less races not four and that makes sense as well but I I should have chosen the 100 meter instead of the 15 thinking now but I didn't know that then so yeah it is what it is
1: yeah yeah it's all learning isn't it and then it's it's yeah hard with OCR as well on those championship weekends if you do want to do all four because if you do get into the final, you know that's going to be on Sunday and you know you're going to have your team race in the morning. Um, yeah. So that's two big races in one day. Which... Yeah.
2: And it's also like the sport freaking changes all the time. So you you can like be awesome at the 3K in one race and then you're awesome at 15K and you have no idea what... I'm aiming for this race now because I think it's going to be best for me. But then the setup with the obstacles are completely different. So it wasn't good for you. So it, I think that messes with my head too, with my planning, because I can be really good at a long race, but it depends on how the obstacles look yeah. like. And I mean, it's like that for everyone. But yeah, that's been a bit difficult for me, especially coming back to racing a bit more serious again. Like I'm not the same person and the sport looks different. So I I don't really know how, um, which races are like suits me the best. So that's what I'm like trying to figure out pretty much.
1: What did you enjoy most at Euros? Because I know the three K you you got chased down by a marshal, right? It's a bit heartbreaking. Yeah. You had a band cut and you don't really understand why. No, it was uh it was a <laughs> tough race.
2: Yeah, you know, coming back from racing, you know you've been at a certain level, you wanna perform at the same level at, but I also know, of course, that I won't. So when I'm training, I always feel like I'm not as good as I really want to be. Yeah. And then I was, as I told you, sick after Carcassonne. And then I couldn't really train. So I knew that, okay, I'm not in the shape I want to be. You know that he, there are two major things that already putting my expectations down. And yeah. when something outside of your control happens, it's like your whole world crashes. It's like one thing too many in order for me to perform the way I want. So it was like it was like too many things at the same time. So when the marshal came up to me, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? But thinking of it now, it was me doing the wrong thing. That this is what it's actually the whole point of it, what I want to take with me. So what happened was it was raining the day before or in the morning. So they added this rain protocol where you had to use the first grip. But at this rig, I was doing the or everyone was doing the toros, they put the platform in To the obstacle so to do it naturally you were starting with the second one but you had to start with the first one so what i did when i was warming up i ran to that rig watching the guys do it so all of them touched first let go of it and then hang on to the second one and went into the rig so i was like okay you can do it that way so that's what i did and i did the whole obstacle rang the bell kept running I ran up a wall down from the wall and then the marshal came up to me and like you touched the obstacle I'm like yeah I touched the obstacle what do you mean like yeah you touched the first obstacle like what do you I'm in the race I'm trying to run as fast as I can like stop talking to me and she's like you touched the first obstacle you touched and, and her English was really Bad, so I couldn't understand what she was talking about. Like, wh- what obstacle are you talking about? I'm on a wall. I just hit yeah. a wall. What's the yeah. problem? Yeah. It's like the the Taurus, Taurus, Taurus. You touched the first grip. I'm like, yes, I touched them So I, am like, what is going on? Eventually, she just took my hand and cut the band. I was like, oh my god, what are you doing? <laughs> it was like so confusing because she couldn't explain to me. Like, what? if you're gonna cut a band, you need to do it straight away so yeah. the athlete understand You cut it and you run. Yeah. So what happened? So I I stood there after she cut it. I'm like, can you give me the band? And I was like trying with all I could, but she didn't give it back. And I just realized, okay, I have to I have to keep running. But instead of there and then, just think, okay, I have to deal with this after. I was just so freaking pissed off, and I just think the thought of you know I need to get the penalty round uh, taken away. I'm not gonna run it. I'm not gonna do this. And I was so angry. And now when I think of this, I'm like, what use did that do? Yeah. It's like, it's like, I just destroy the rest of my race because I was so pissed off. I was so tensed up. I mean, that's the last thing you want to be when you're racing. You need to be relaxed and save energy. So I just did all the rest of the obstacle horribly and I was just really tired and I was I was so pissed off when I got to the finish line. I am I'm like a bit embarrassed about it now like I threw my band at the finish line. I was screaming at a person. So I'm like really ashamed of how I reacted. I guess I'm human but it's still like oh my god did I really do this but um, looking back at it now I didn't follow the rule. Like they had a rule that you had to use the first grip but you know I saw videos of other girls in the first second heat everyone did it yeah (laughs) so it's like yeah it pisses me off but it's not like I was gonna win anyways but I mean a fifth place is a a lot cooler than a 12th place like you know it matters it
0: does
1: I know. I, yeah, because obviously, like even just being the other side and just of the ten and just being top ten sounds so much better than oh, I was 12 And yeah, just having the chat with the marshal, like, could have done that. Let alone empty. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. I can see why it's super frustrating. And it's when in the moment you don't think something's your fault and you are angry. Like it, it's going to be really hard to get out of that mindset and not sort of ruin your own race like I think most people would run angry in that situation but I know I would I'd be pissed at the end as well
2: yeah I think that's the point where a coach is necessary like you need someone on this side yeah to either like okay I'm gonna run now can you deal with this or the coach says shut the fuck up and run like get out of here like just go we deal with this later and yeah. let it go like snap out of it it's time to do your thing yeah uh, but when you're there alone it's yeah it's hard to uh yeah let it go so I learned something from it instead I mean it, it's hard to like yeah I argued with uh Marshall for 30 seconds you need to take that off my time and like then after I was pissed off so was all tensed up so i lost at least another 45 seconds from that and then it's like it's no point it's like you just have to let it go and learn something from it so um yeah it was not really a fun race (laughs) for me so the day after was the 15k which was a race i didn't really aim to perform well at but i still you know pushed as hard as i could i really enjoyed the race i had so much fun like i I realized that's something I like with the sport, you know, just dealing with one obstacle after the other, and maybe not always do it quickly with so much pain. And <laughs> it's yeah. it's a nice way of racing too. Um, yeah, so I really just enjoyed it. It was uh, it was fun, and I, I I did well. Like not not my best performance in my career, but it was a good race for sure.
1: I mean, you still came eleventh and yeah, <laughs> yeah. not been focusing on so i think uh, very yeah i'm like i was happy with it for sure yeah i i quite enjoyed the course in hungary um i know they did take out quite a few obstacles for the standard distance so didn't they? so you didn't have the sketch type obstacle you didn't right but you had some extra ones you had like the dice one the one with the teeth and I thought that I
2: think it was good challenges it was uh they were a bit creative it was uh you know the obstacles were fun I think I can agree on that it's a lot of rigs and grip focused obstacles often at the Euros yeah but I like the rigs I, I like that challenge so for me it's fun I don't really mind but for the sport in itself I get that it might need other obstacles as well but I enjoyed it I thought it was fun
1: yeah Uh, and yeah I think that's what makes Euro so different right because it is just notoriously rig 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 it's yeah it's really hard
2: yeah it is for sure I mean as long as they don't do the 2018 thing again I I think it's fun Uh, it's a good challenge
1: what are you referring okay. to as the twenty? <laughs> Everyone who was there knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, were you there? No, I no. Okay, the existed in 2018. Oh, really?
2: Okay, yeah. yeah. So 2018 was the first federated, or was it the second one? Either way, it was the first or the second one in Denmark. So okay. they what they did was they contacted i mean that's what they still do with the euros but they contacted different organizers obstacle race organizers to collect their best obstacles so all of the races they wanted to bring their coolest obstacle yeah 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 yeah. which ended up being extremely hard obstacles yeah the 3k distance was pretty much a ninja course with walking in between so between 15 and 19 i was for sure one of the top runners in europe but i didn't have a european title so i was like it's time like you've been the best european 15 16 17 at the worlds but i don't have a european title so going into 2018 i was at the 3k i was like this is This (laughs) is it's it's mine it's time And I did a really good race, even though the obstacles... I mean, we looked at them the day before and we were like, "Wow, okay, this looks really intense, but I think I can do it. Like, it looks like I can do it. So I did all the obstacles on the first try. When I had 300 meters left, I think it was four obstacles left. I had a lead with 10, 15 minutes. Oh, wow. Um, But I couldn't get through the next obstacle. (laughs) And it ended up with one girl finishing the whole race. Kudos to her. I mean, insane. But one girl, it, then yeah. something's wrong.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like it's, That's wild.
2: <laughs> yeah, so that was crazy of her, for sure. Uh. And yeah, then the day after, they removed a lot of obstacles. So more people finished, but it was still way too hard. So I think that's always what they're afraid of, building a course that is too hard. Especially now, like you have two fails, and then you're out it's even worse now I think it's worse it doesn't look as bad for the organizers because it doesn't people doesn't stand at the obstacle and can't get through but I mean it doesn't look good either that people don't many people finishing with their bands
1: yeah yeah that's the thing isn't it and like Euros um I can't remember I have analyzed all the completion rates but it gets so much worse on the long course for the completion rate between men and women like it's Mm. The elite, it's pretty similar for the short course at euros but on the long course it was wildly different like maybe like 40 oh. percent difference in it Where, less women then well, yeah yeah way less women yeah. to beat the course than than the elite mm-hmm. do um but at worlds it was way more similar like the course felt way more achievable and it was more like race 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 so when when I say yeah. I'm talking about FISO Worlds in Belgium um not OCRWC in Stran. but I think in the 3k this year the women and the men elite had the exact same completion rate which is like That's super cool. which is very cool for course design because yeah as you say like it's not good for a race to have such a low completion rate because no. it, it's unachievable for most people.
2: Yeah. And obviously it's not the sport because here are people that are actually training for the sport and they don't even finish the course. Yeah. It's it's not really what it's about. It's about doing it fast. Yeah. It's not about clearing or not really. Not not at this point when people are so good at obstacles. Yeah. It's it's a difference from 2015 and today. I think the, all of the women in the elite should be able to clear it. Then yep. things happen. That's something else. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. So then, just going back to Euros, you had the team race on the last day. Yeah, that and was fun.
2: You- I love the team race. It's always the best race for sure.
1: It's always so much fun. But this one was in relay format, right? So at Euros, yeah. like someone went and did strength, someone did speed, someone did technical, and did you run it as part of the the female team?
2: Not. So I ran the technical female. Theme, okay. or yep. the technical part of the female team yeah. yeah
1: yeah so that was like the that was the last leg
2: yes the last leg, yeah. yeah which is always awful yeah it was like just standing there and you're so excited you just want to get up. no it, it was not the last one was it
1: or was it not maybe it maybe it was second i can't remember i just know that strength yeah, maybe it was
2: second up. i just remember it felt like i was standing there forever but now that i think of it it might have been second oh, it doesn't matter yeah, since it was really anyways. but yeah it was really fun I mean it's always nice with the team and they use the same obstacle I like it because yeah. you've done it a couple of times and you're kind of hoping that you're gonna do them better you're more tired but you're still hoping that you're gonna do it better which I didn't really do but <laughs> I, uh, I ran it very intense so yeah shit happens then especially in a low rig like I started spinning and I was upside down but I did it fairly well. I did the running well, and yeah, I was happy with it. I mean, things happen when you push hard. Yeah, uh, it's uh, that. That was my own fault, and I'm pretty. Uh, I'm okay with that. That is just for pushing hard. So, really enjoyed
1: it. Yeah, and you got on the podium for that.
2: Yeah, that was nice. That was really yeah. cool. Um, I think that's my first uh, team podium on the Euros.
1: Oh, amazing! Oh,
2: it's it's actually the first time I run in team in euros i just realized yeah it is so i always ran, ran in team on the world at the world, but never in euros so euros uh yeah it has had a quite bad reputation in sweden due to being so hard yeah uh, so many swedish athletes before didn't go because it's been yeah the completion rate has been as it is but yeah it's not like that now so now we have a lot of really good women so we're a really good team it's i think for 2024 we're gonna be almost too many do you think so that's a new yeah that's a new situation yeah we already had it this year we were five women and we had four places to fill so we have one in mix and three in women
1: oh yeah, uh, yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah so we were already one too many this year yeah so i hope we can add more women so we have two teams that would be really cool
1: yeah that would be cool or maybe you can i think can the, you? each country is only allowed to submit one national team so one man oh. one female one male one para though ah, okay if you wanted to you could put women into the the para team because you only have to have one para athlete in the para team okay
2: ah okay i didn't know that that's cool yeah so that's know. how
1: it worked for FISA Worlds. Um yeah. I would hope that they would do it the same way for Euros. I know they're sort of figuring that out at the moment.
0: Cool. Yeah. Of
2: maybe. Yeah, we. Uh, everyone want to run, So But but it was good, though. You know, having one extra because one of the girls got injured, so it was very yeah. easy to fill the spot out.
1: Yeah. So for Sweden, are your teams decided for the team race already before you get to a comp
2: uh no so yeah. that was a weakness this year we all agreed we have to decide before especially so what we did this year was that no one knew uh, okay. for the euros everyone knew because then we were only four women yes So everyone knew that we are gonna run yeah and it was a relay so it didn't really matter that much, of course, it mattered because you wanted to know which one you did, but it didn't really matter because the boot- you had or everyone had already done all the obstacles, so it's yeah. like you didn't have to talk anything through. But at the world, we were five, knowing that one of us might not run.
0: Yeah,
2: and no one got like, okay, you are gonna run, but you too, it's gonna be between you. No one knew anything, okay. which was a really bad setup because everyone was everyone wanted to do it. Yeah. And everyone's like on their toes, like, am I going to run? Am I not going to? So we, yeah, that was not a great setup, especially at the PISO where you had to run together. Yes. You had to talk things through. We, through, we realized that, whoa, there was a lot of things we should have trained before or at least talked about. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess we're going to talk about it later, so I can go into more details about that then. Um, but we said that for next year, we need to pick out the teams and have one that is a stand in. Yeah. And like are still in the team, but it's, yeah, pick out the team or at least a few of them knowing that they're going to run. Yeah. It was not perfect, but you learn. It was new. It was a new format. We didn't know that it mattered that much that you had to talk things through because you hadn't it before. It's always been relay.
1: Yeah, and I think every, every country sort of does their selection differently, right? So I know Denmark announced their teams before we even yeah. got there. But us in the UK, we we do what you do. But we have a lot of women that run elite in the UK. So we yeah. sort of narrow down a selection of people. Like, okay, this is definitely who it's out of. But say there's like eight women or something like that, nine women. Are we you that many? Yeah, there's a lot. And it's like, okay, wow. so- The squad could be any of these nine, but let's see what performance is like over the weekend and stuff and what, like, uh, condition everyone's in. Um, So, obviously, you do get injuries and stuff like that as well before picking, like, the national team. Um, And it's all, like, yeah, like, the night before. But you are told in advance that you are in contention for a spot on the national team. So think about everything but the actual team is not decided until like the day before it's crazy so.
2: no but, it, but it, it's for us like i i didn't really aim for 15 so i decided early on like i'm aiming for team so yeah. i'm not running 15 like that's i do this for the team but yeah. if i'm not gonna run team then i want to do the 15k
0: yeah so,
2: like i'm here also for my own experience you know and i i really enjoy this uh, and I think also it's good for the team having people that you know that I'm not going to be top five or top ten or whatever your goal is. I can I can skip fifteen to be ready for team. I mean yes. this is a stra- tragic thing as well. Yes. That it's good as a coach knowing this that these people can yeah. But which matters? Uh, I was the one in the team who didn't run the fifteen k, and I was obviously the uh, the one with most energy at the team race and so it, it i could really tell that it mattered that you didn't do it so yeah could be smart even
1: yeah uh, yeah, yeah. It, you understand it's <laughs> so so strategic
2: <laughs> yeah it is um yeah, it, yeah i kind of wish that it was like a day between the races of these but yeah at the same thing it's always been like this so i think it's part of the
1: charm also like yeah like everyone yeah if everyone's Everyone's tired tired, in the end everyone's tired who's gonna perform the best under fatigue right that's okay so euros done (laughs) and then we touched on it earlier but you did the swedish military championship and you came third in that which is super cool yeah
2: yeah really cool i i just i really don't care what placement i got i just really really enjoy the format it's just so much fun 400 meters just go all out into detail trying to do the obstacles as fast as you can and yeah it was a good time.
1: nice um and then we move on to the Swedish OCR championship weekend which almost works the same as euros and worlds right you yeah have the UK, you have your standard distance but instead of team you had 400 meter race yeah, um, yeah. so this was tours trophy was your championship weekend this year right yeah yeah Um, it was awesome i was there it was so fun
2: um (laughs) yeah it's really cool course it's very different there's no other race like it yeah it's uh very intense loads of obstacles and 3k and uh yeah so much
0: fun
1: yeah loads so everything is like ropes though, right? There's so many ropes.
0: Yeah.
1: My legs were so shredded after that. I was destroyed. like destroyed. I'm wearing long socks.
0: <laughs> I yeah. Know,
1: I... But it's necessary. But it's super cool. So but I got really confused with like the podium bit at the end, but I now understand that it's because there's like the international overall and then obviously you have like the Swedish one for the Swedish. Yeah right? Yeah. So for the 3k, you've put like six to to eight.
2: <laughs> That's oh. because I don't know. That's mostly because I don't know. I haven't checked it. I was, uh, it was uh, not a good race for me. So I, I haven't even checked it up because okay. I was, just, it, it, this was again, if I have one recommendation, stress is not good for performance. Oh. It's, uh, it's horrible. Yeah. So this was uh, just a few weeks after we finished our house in Sweden so we didn't move from one house to another it was an empty house where I had to fix furnitures yeah. for the house my husband was in Geneva um, so this is what I was doing as the uh, preparation for the Swedish championship and it was the same there like should I go I know that I'm not really feeling well but I've always been like you never know like it might it might be the day uh, so I've been better this year at like not doing all in one weekend, because I noticed that I'm not, you know, I'm under stress, and I haven't been training as much as I wanted to. So I decided that, okay, I'm not going to run the long course, because I cannot handle that right now. Yeah. Uh, so when I did the 3k, I did not feel very well, like I, I couldn't recognize my body at all. I did like an okay race anyways, but it was like, I couldn't really push as hard as I wanted. And as I said before, like at the Europeans, like when you're already in the mindset that I'm not really in the shape I want to be, and you're tired, and I make a mistake. But I, I honestly, I pushed like from the start to finish as hard as I could that day. I did a mistake, had to do a penalty loop. The penalty loop was very long for being a 3k It was so it's like so if long. you if you get a penalty you're out so I was in third place going in to the penalty round but yeah then it was over pretty much yeah but I, I I mean I did a good race for that day but it was uh I was like a bit upset after I'm like what am I doing in this sport why why do I keep trying you know I, I had a really tough day that's why I like the placement it, it didn't matter that's not like the point here yeah. i'm i'm like happy i went because it was a fun course i met fun people but performance wise it was not the best day but i like the course it's like i never regret doing any races where i perform badly or i don't feel well it's always a memory and an experience uh hopefully i learned something from it for next year you know and also i done the obstacles leading it up to the 400 meter course on sunday
1: so it's worth it just for that and it's
2: yeah and that was my main focus for that weekend beating <laughs> thinking back of 2014 and doing this race in manchester like 400 meter has always been a really good distance for me there has not been many races but it's like my body is just this is what it's made for I guess it's something with, you know, I I played football for 10 years and I was a defender. So I was doing, you know, a lot of long runs and then doing something explosive and, you know, get up a fast run and then rest. And, you know, so I I think my body has just been trained for this uh, explosive kind of movements my whole life. I I don't know. And strength training, I guess. So that was my aim for the weekend. I, I won the Swedish championship. 2022 400 meter so of course I wanted to win it again yeah um so I was like okay with the 3k and uh yeah then doing the 400 meter
1: um, um yeah so you had the day off for the long course you didn't do that which was the day after the 3k and then it was yeah. go time for the 400 Sunday, yeah. and you felt better and you just yeah. went out there and crushed it
2: yeah, it was really, really fun. It was a shame the the Swedish championship was decided on the qualification rounds. Uh, I don't really know why they did it that way. So 400 meter, what, what it's usually like is qualification, semifinal and final. Yeah, uh, But since there were international runners, they were afraid that there were not going to be that many Swedish runners in the
0: final. final. Ah.
2: So they decided the swedish championship on the qualification times so the swedish runners were in three or four different heats yeah Uh, and everyone knew that i mean that was the race i was aiming for the most uh so i was so nervous before i did a good race but i was like really uh, you know a bit too nervous a bit too Uh, Excited, I did it well. Uh, I fell down in the rig because I'm just you know doing it so fast. My heel slipped off the pipe and touched the ground. I went back, did the obstacle somehow, still managed to win my heat. But Mm -hmm. I was six seconds back uh, behind another girl,
0: okay,
2: uh, a Swedish girl. So I got second in the Swedish championship. But then the whole race was still the OCR World Series, yeah. So got through the semi-final and then in the final I crushed it so it was the went away with a really really good feeling overall uh, so much fun the overall win for sure really fun
1: it's weird isn't it because we don't have 400 meter at the worlds but it was it's been on a couple of like the world series weekends and it's like I don't
2: know where it where it came from I In my mind, this is an OCR sprint, not the 100 meter.
1: Yeah, the 100 meter is more ninja, right? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, that 400 meter is definitely the one in Sweden was like OCR.
2: Yeah, 100%. And I've done a couple of 400 where it's less obstacles. It's still pretty cool. Like, it's still OCR. You need to have, compared to the military, there's no grip. Yeah. You need that in order for it to be OCR. But you don't need that many obstacles to make it a a sprint. Yeah. Oh, share a sprint. Yeah. I think more should do it. It's really fun. It is. And it's very fun to watch. It's insane.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. Like, people just fly through that. It always amazes me, like, how fast someone can move through a weaver. It blows my mind. I'm like, how is moving like that?
2: How is it possible? Yeah, it's really cool.
1: It was, yeah, it's a really cool race. Um, it's the Swedish championship again this year, right?
2: Uh, so the tourist trophy only have the 400 meter this year. Okay. But it's, so it's actually uh, 2024 will be difficult for me. The Swedish championship is divided in three different weekends.
1: Uh, that's what we do in the UK as well. It's all yeah. yeah.
2: Which I guess is good, but it's not good for someone who lives in another country.
1: <laughs> it's yeah. very difficult, but...
2: We'll see which one I do. Flying a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. That must be really tough, actually. Yeah, because even when you're traveling, like you just get tired from traveling, even if it's not a long flight. You know, the whole experience is just long, like packing the bag, getting to the airport, actually getting there, unpacking all your stuff, settling down, making sure you've got everything like that in itself is just annoying
2: yeah and doing it with a three-year-old
1: yes <laughs> <So> <laughs> it is
2: uh but yeah it it works for sure i mean it's a it's a decision we've made so yeah it is what it is but it's for performance it's uh, not great performance yeah. and recovery it's not great it's like every time we travel that day the training is kind of out of the picture yeah. So if you train, or if you, when I travel too much, you I actually lose many days of training yeah. because it's a bit exhausting and immune system kind of takes down a bit.
1: Yeah. 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 Planes aren't great, are they? <laughs> um. So after your uh, Tour Trophy Swedish Championship weekend, you did another race in Sweden.
2: Yeah. Uh, Bakamul OCR, which okay. is a west coast based races who's i did the first one in 2015 i wonder if it is the first one so they're famous for their brand is the five kilometers hundred obstacles it's the right. uh, it's not difficult obstacles at all it's more military base it's like okay. one rig one monkey bar then the rest is just a bunch of walls crawling um a middle, Oh yeah it's it's walls crawling and two extremely heavy tire pulls tire flip so yeah. it's like super exhausting yeah and amazing it's, yeah. it's like it's so easy like when you've done the euros and the toughest race like toughest race when they had one try only on the fast lanes you know it's so much thinking you're you're just analyzing things into every detail this is just full-on go
0: hard
2: go. just go it's like it doesn't matter if you save one second here one second there because it's gonna take you so long anyways because it's so hard (laughs) and it's just so amazing I just love the simplicity of it it's just hard work and muddy and for me it's also like 30 minutes from where I live so my family is often there watching me go
1: it must be so great to have like the family base there watching you do that as well like yeah and then it's not a super difficult one you're just gonna go out there and just go full send and be like yeah watch me this is my thing yeah
2: it, it definitely is like that it's just a fun race we and it's also like when I live in Switzerland this is the place where you know all the Swedish obstacle racers from the west coast this is where we meet every year like before you met all of them in the toughest races and all the Swedish races I did but now the ones that maybe don't do the other races any longer, they always do this one as a fun thing with family and friends. So it's like you meet so many friends there, which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, that must it be makes so it makes nice. it a whole trip.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing about OCR as well, isn't it? Like it's such a community vibe. Like it's so nice to just like get to these races and like, yeah, you just see all your pals and it's just like it feels yeah.
2: Yeah, like my husband, he doesn't come along any longer. <laughs> He's
1: like, <laughs> you just go there, meet your friends, and you,
2: you can't come home. So then, then it's like, uh, it's your it's your place. Yeah,
1: it's your your thing. place, your people. Yeah, your yeah. Okay, yeah.
2: that's nice. Yeah, it's nice.
1: Um... So after that, you just got sort of like two two base weekends left in your twenty twenty three season. You actually had quite a big twenty twenty three.
2: I guess I did. Like I've been thinking back on like eighteen, nineteen. I know I always said like I raced fifteen weekends a year. So that's not what I've been doing that now. But yeah, I guess it is uh, quite a bit. Yeah. I guess it's not as much as I used to do. So I'm like, yeah, this is like okay. I cannot handle more than this now. This is like enough.
0: Yeah, but it's
2: it's a, a bit shame because I think racing is such a good way of you know getting ready for the championships. But when when I see Look at the races myself here. It's like half of them are championships. Yeah. It's like not met much space to get ready for them. Yeah. If you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, 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 uh, yeah.
2: I would like more races leading up to the championships, but it's like the championships become like part of the training almost.
1: Which is wild.
2: <laughs> yeah, which is wild, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, training for the next championship. That's crazy. Yeah. So yeah, talking of championships, the next one was... FISO Worlds in Belgium. The yeah. first ever federated World Championships for OCR. field was stacked. The women's field yeah. was so impressive. Yeah, most
2: of them were there. I think the only people we missed were Lindsay and Chris.
1: Yeah, I would think It would have been
2: cool to see them there, but it, I mean, there are always going to be people not showing up. Yeah. So, yeah, really cool. There Super. A lot of people there.
1: And you did the... 3k and the 100 meters as well officially this time
2: um- <laughs> officially this time yeah. yeah so going into the world i was actually very close to cancel the the trip oh, wow. um, because what i told you um the whole year has been a bit crazy for me i yeah you know, stress has been like the main thing and that has led to a lot i've been sick a lot like i've been well for the most of the time has been six weeks but then I've been sick for two to three then I've been good for four to six weeks so it's been like an ongoing thing and I mean it's obviously my body just what the hell are you doing like let me rest I've been traveling so much and building this house we've been moving in Geneva and switching cars switching daycare it's just been a big year private and a big year racing so, leading up to the Worlds, it was just, I'm sick again. Like, yeah. this is no fun. And, you know, the feeling at the 3K of the Swedish Championship, I was like, is, is this the way it's going to be at the Worlds? Like, is it worth going? But, you know, I was signed up. I got my parents in law to come to Geneva to take care of uh, our daughter. It hasn't been the best year, but I have the tickets booked. Let's go and make it an experience for next year at least. Yeah. And my friends are going to be there. So mentally, I was in a good place because I was like, okay, just, let's just go and see what, what happens. Yeah. So I ended up placement wise doing well. Yeah. At 3K. But it was like the same there. I couldn't really find my, like, I did well. I cleared all the obstacles, but I couldn't really push myself. It was, I was like not feeling well, but I was happy with the race. You know, I did exactly. how good i could have done that day and it was a really cool race in many ways it was like i think you yeah you you filmed it even maybe yeah yeah last raid yeah uh and that was like a really cool experience so when they introduced the three band system in the european championship 2022 there was a, a ramp where they had multiple tries okay and when I got there, the ramp is like my thing. I'm explosive, I'm strong, I'm tall. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to clear the ramp. Uh So I stood there for several, a long time to save energy. And then I did a try and it was really crafty. And I was like, okay, I'm going to rest a bit more. You know, I ended up spending, I don't know, two, three minutes on that ramp, Twenty twenty two euros. Yeah, And eventually I finished realizing that a lot of the women had did one try, cut the band exactly as you're like allowed to do. And they, they did a clever choice. And I was like, why didn't I do that? If I would have done that, I might've podiumed. Yeah. Like I, I I didn't do a strategic choice for myself. I was like, I'm going to show them that you should do all the obstacles. Like I just hate this freaking rule uh, instead of like thinking of myself, you know? Yeah. Uh, So leading into the world. So I was like, I'm not going to do this again. I'm gonna think of me now i'm gonna like myself pretty much and as many saw this last rig at the world championship 3k race it was very long and there was a discussion was like are people gonna skip this rig or not yeah but i was like i'm gonna do it and then when i was running the 3k a friend came up to me and, and he was like several girls have cut their band like they haven't done the obstacle they've failed it on purpose and I was like okay I'm gonna do the same thing because it's my turn now that's like the mindset I because I was just so freaking tired of doing the right thing and it just cost me a lot of time yeah so when I got into the rig I jumped up on you know the floating dips yeah I was like okay this means that I have to fail on purpose uh what (laughs) how do I do that like I've never done that (laughs) I was like starting to walk and I'm like can't do it like and I was like trying to find you know a way of failing it and I was like fuck this this is just not my thing like I can't do it it's I I hate this I don't care like then I have to fall down in the end of the ring whatever like I can't I can't yeah it's like not my thing you know so I even in the end of it because I was just thinking all these things I fell down you know in a full uh, dip position yeah I was like okay it's very easy for me to let go now now and I was like fuck it, I'm just gonna do a full dip, and then I, the <laughs> I'm just gonna do it, so I was, you know, I was already tired then, yeah. and like, in the end, I'm so happy, I somehow cleared the rig anyways, and you know, the the crowd and the cheers I got, it's like, oh man, this is why you do it,
1: yeah, this is yeah. what
2: obstacle racing
1: is about. Yeah, and on the 3k, I think you were Probably one of the first women to clear that rig because it was hard. Um, but yeah. yeah, I believe a few of the people before definitely had the skill set to do it. But yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? With the band system, it does make it more strategic, as you say. Yeah, that rig took so much time that the. Pen- but if
2: you put it in in another perspective too, it's I mean, in the rules it says you need to make an it an honest try yeah. and I mean, you can see on the videos these are not honest tries, and I'm not trying to pinpoint any persons because I mean, I was trying to do it. yeah, um, so I mean, I'm not trying to set anyone up here, but it's like we need to start actually punishing people so people stop doing it. Yeah, that's the thing. like we 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 need to make an example. I mean, someone obviously made me an example at the euros with letting go of that grip. Yeah. But it's never gonna be the top five because it hurts too much. Yeah. But it's like if we have these rules, we need to stick to them. And I think like I think we learned something from it because I think these athletes, they felt a bit I don't know, A were pointed out when people were starting to talk about this. I think they felt that this was maybe not the right choice they made. So I think we ended up learning something from it. Anyways, because I, I just think the athletes need to take responsibility for this as well. I yeah. think like on the long course, it made more sense for those who didn't clear the clothing dips because people were obviously more tired, fatigued. I saw like some people not clearing it and it made more sense then than on the 3K. It just looked a bit ridiculous, you know? So yeah, it was like a really cool experience for me even though I didn't feel very well and it was not my best weekend. But like that moment, it's just really, really cool for me.
1: To hear like the whole crowd cheering for you, a complete example yeah. that not many people have done. Yeah, it, it was impressive. It was cool. Yeah, was fun. And um, also you did the 100 meters at Worlds, right? Um, yeah, I uh,
2: <laughs> I did the qualification rounds. I dropped out of the final. I did the qualification. I didn't do the final, I dropped out. Oh, okay. Um, Which, yeah, it's kind of the result of what I've been telling you. After the team race, I was just done. I was completely done. And the 100 meter is, as we said before, it's like a bit more ninja, which puts you in another risk. Yeah. And you know, when you're not in the right place mentally, it's not a race you should do. Like, yeah, I could have done it jogging, but yeah. that's not why you do it. Yeah. So uh, I did a qualification rounds, which I was, I should, have I, I would have wanted to like put them together, <laughs> but that's the whole point of the beauty of the hundred meter. It needs to be perfect in order to to get the best time. But I've never practiced on the the monkey bar with a longer distance.
1: Oh yeah, so yeah.
2: That was really difficult for me to because it's a certain movement. I've only practiced it you know with a bar in between so you always have to do this but here you can actually go you know faster
0: yeah yeah
2: and I had to practice that so I I think first qualification round I cleared it but the second I didn't so I got stuck and I you know had to yeah so it wasn't it wasn't perfect but it was like good enough like what I can expect from not practicing on it yeah um but I definitely have the skills for it, so I would. It would be cool to, you know, have, have the chorus and practice, but uh, I don't. So it's more fun to uh, aim at other races this year.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the thing, isn't it? Like, um, a lot of countries don't have the hundred meter setup ready to go. So, like, I know Poland does. I know, obviously, the Philippines do. Yeah. But like we don't here in the UK, like in Sweden, do you have somewhere where you could go and do the hundred meters? No. In Sweden, no, probably no. Yeah. So like oh, definitely countries that have an outright advantage. So it is still super impressive that you managed to do a time so fast without being able sure. to, like run that course. It's very cool. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I <laughs> thought you were going to say to the other guys, but yeah, thank you. No, it's, it's super cool. And also at Worlds on that weekend. So you didn't do the 15. No. Were you ever planning to do it? Or just on that weekend, that's when you tapped out like, nah, nah.
2: I had I had said to the coach that, or the national coach, that I'm thinking of not doing it the weekend before. But we will see. It, that was what I said. Like, if I'm not going to join the team, yeah, then I wanted to do it. But if I'm joining the team, I can drop out. So I was like, can you give me an answer today, please, if I'm joining or not? And I think, yeah, so I got, I think I, know, before the 15K, yeah, that I was going to run the team. Yeah. And then I decided to drop out. Okay. So like officially on Instagram, I announced that I was going to run it, but I knew that I might not, but I was like, I didn't want to take this whole conversation on Instagram that... At that point, no. Yeah. So especially after the feeling I had at the Euros that I couldn't really, I, I enjoyed it, but I didn't really have, had top 10 in me. Um, yeah. So then I felt like I would rather put that energy on the team race.
0: pretty yeah. much. So
2: and- we did the team race with Marlin and Maya. And we did so well the first half of the race. Uh, <laughs> and again, we got a screw up uh which was my fault or
1: I don't, I don't know
2: after i don't know how far the team race was Was it six
1: kilometers maybe? i think it was six yeah yeah it was about uh, six
2: so at the wreck no not the wreck bag the sandbag carrie did you do it
1: yeah i did do it oh oh well you had the to pancake pancake phone. yeah yeah yeah, so yeah this yeah.
2: is again talking about the rules making rules mm-hmm. rules are not there to make the way it's exciting is to make it fair and you know this whole thing with the not touching the beam touching the beam it was very confusing either way so when I pick up my pancake I go to the women's basket take the first pancake put it on my shoulder and I was like this is a bit heavy okay Um, I guess it's heavy it was a men's weight uh, and we didn't realize this until we were you know looking at pancakes and lifting them over we were lifting two of the pancakes and then all the side of mine we were like holy shit this is heavy oh no so i think the women's pancake is it 18
1: and the men is like yeah i think it is about 18 and yeah the men's is 27 i think yeah so imagine doing a push press yeah push press
2: with 27 kilos uh so we ended up touching the beam with the men's weight Uh, uh so we got a band cut for that, which was, that was pretty early in the race. and we were second just behind the Danes. Yeah. So we were like, crap. And we have the technical part left, but we were like still okay. Like we were pushing and we were supporting each other. And then we got into the event area and we did the the red one with the rings that spins.
1: Oh, yeah, it was like a sort of like a snake type thing, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. what
2: they did from Friday to Saturday, apparently, there was no bell on Friday when I did
1: it. Yeah, you had to just clear the...
2: Yeah, well, the platform, yeah. scaffolding. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, So when I put my foot on the scaffolding, I see a bell, you know, here. And I was like, shit, and just hit it like quickly. But they saw that I put my foot on the scaffold before...
1: Ah, oh, um, before hitting the bell, touching
2: the bell. So you know, I had cleared the whole obstacle. I like easily put my foot on the scaffolding. No.
1: Ah, that's just are enough. Are you kidding? How <laughs> so annoying! Like consistency is so important across the weekend. Yeah, like you can't be changing the rules of an obstacle when. As you say, you done it on the Friday a different way, and it was allowed. Yeah. So why would you even register that in your head? Like you would already done it. Why would you think yeah. something different? It's
2: but it's yeah, but it's still you know my fault. It's like the bell is yeah. there. If there's a bell, hit it. Yeah. So you know, I up to this point, I had like taken a men's weight instead of women. I have now missed a bell. So you know, I was. I was freaking out. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And it's like, is there someone trying to be? But yeah, so we kept going. We did a a brilliant race. I think we were a good team, you know, but talking about this, this was the first race we were running together. And since I live in Switzerland, uh, Molly and she lives in one part of the Sweden, Maya another, we have not really talked that much. so when we did the race we were like not really yeah we didn't know each other pretty much so when we were doing the wall this is kind of funny like when we we were at the start line I was like joking you know okay I have tied my pants like it's it's fixed you can pull wherever you like yeah and then we talked to the to Molly and she was like I don't have I don't have one on my pants like and we were like, okay, we're you gonna, we're pass. you'll be fine. And then we were just joking, you know. And what ends up happening is that the third girl, Maya, was the one I had to pull clothes on. And yeah. she was the one, you know, we haven't talked with or yeah. I hadn't talked with. Like, did she, like, put, put, like, like did she strap her pants? Like, or, <laughs> like can I pull here and we didn't like really know each other so that you know I was trying to pull her clothes it was just we didn't talk things through (laughs) and we didn't really know each other so like I I was very uncertain like where can I grab here on this person so we ended up we did the wall brilliant until I had to you know go from the ground alone and pull myself up on their clothes yeah I, I just couldn't get a grip anywhere and it felt like I was pulling her you know pants down I yes. didn't want to do that so eventually after spending way too much time there she's like oh where are you like I don't fucking care just go I'm like okay okay I'm gonna take the shot like and that was that was just a stupid decision like I, sh- I should have just grabbed whatever I could but it was like one of these things I had to hear from her like Pull my clothes. Like, yeah. it's fine. It's I'm fine, I'm okay with worry. It's fine. Just go. Yeah. But it took a bit too long before she said that. She didn't understand that that's what I was hesitating for. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we got stuck at that freaking wall for way too long. Because we did the first part so well. We were so quick. But, yeah. I kind of messed that up, too. Uh, and eventually we finished the race. And I was so upset after. Because I just felt like I had made so many mistakes you know um, and it's a team race it's like yeah. not, not, it's not just your own race yeah. it's you're, you're doing it to a team it's like it hurt so, so much, much. Yeah. like of all of the races I've done I was completely devastated and you know this was why I couldn't do the 100 meter I just couldn't get myself up there again I was like yeah. ah this was too hard yeah so it was a very fun race. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, I felt so strong during that race. You know, I was the strongest at the running. Well, at the obstacles were a bit <laughs> screwing them up. But I felt strong. And it was like the result didn't really reflect, the- reflect that. No, like yeah. we were second for so long. and But at the same time, what I don't like about the three-band system, like if you fail an obstacle, I don't think you deserve to be in the place you're in like you 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 should do a penalty or whatever straight away because yeah once like we felt like we were second but we knew that we had two penalties yeah so it's, it's like a strange feeling you know like we're still second but we're not really and at the same time for the ones behind us like they didn't know that we had bad cut they yeah. don't know that they're actually second or third yeah that's, I, think, I think the system is a bit odd you know
1: yeah it's a bit uh, strange like that isn't it because yeah the whole field doesn't know where the rest of the field is. Like, you exactly. see someone's band being cut by just, you know, being in front by a tiny little bit. You don't know that the person behind you has had that done. Or similarly, like, if you're second on an obstacle, you might not figure out that the person in front of you has just had their band cut and they've got penalties. And
2: Yeah. You know, racing is it's such a mental game. Yeah. So I think this is... is- it should be part of
1: racing like knowing where you are that's a thing
2: with racing
1: yeah Um, yeah I know what you mean it doesn't feel like a race race right oh not not
2: fair in that sense I think it's it needs to be worked on for sure but that's another
1: story yeah you could Um, so long (laughs) debating the pros and cons of that is yeah Tough.
2: Yeah, for me, like it was very 1819 or OCRWC, like that was in Stratton this year. I think they did something really good for five years. So for me, it's like, why change it? Like yeah. I I understand that there's a problem with cues. I really do, but I think we need to find something in between because we're like missing the whole core of racing right now. Yeah. With the yeah. three band system.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting, isn't it? Because um, I did a race in Spain in November, and it was three band system, but only some obstacles you could get your band cut. So the the way more technical ones, some obstacles you had a penalty at the obstacle. So it was like a mix of yeah. both, and I thought that was okay. really interesting. Okay, maybe levels the field out a little bit more. But yeah, the penalties for some of the obstacles where you didn't get a band cut, they were there. So there was one, which is sort of like the sketch, and it was like none yeah. spots, but instead of going across like this, you had to hook it where you would normally hook ninja rings. Ah, yeah, yeah. So like you're moving forward, and it was all on the one side, and then it changed, so it was all on the other side. Um, and if you missed that, that was a penalty at the obstacle, but it was also clever penalties the penalties were like relating to what part of your body you would use so mm, that, that's it cool was, it was a loop but you had like they were like concrete lollipops right so it was a giant stick with like big concrete weight on the end so it's taxing your grip exactly oh which yep. was very interesting and I was like this is smart they're on to like something it. here yeah yeah it was cool, but yeah, again, that's a big discussion for another day. Um, So let's leave Worlds behind. Yeah. Last <laughs> leave it behind. <laughs> leave it behind. Yeah. And you've got the Madrid Spartan Sprint final. Yeah. It was the 3K final, and this was like an actual 3K format, like they had in the US, like they had in the Philippines, but it was yeah. the first time that anyone in Europe that didn't go to the US got to experience it. So you had your Two qualifiers, then you had your final. You smashed the qualifiers. You got into the final. You hit all of your spears. Insane!
0: Like (laughs) I,
1: I'm,
2: I'm really bad at the spear. Like in the beginning of this season, I'm like, am I ever gonna be able to do this? Like I, so it's like so bad at it, but I've been practicing so much, so it's like in my head of course euros and the world championship should like mean more to me or be something I aim for even more but I think like when I look back at my training like I've been hitting that sphere so many times this year in training yeah So I think like mentally this was one of the most important races for me yeah. this year because I put so much effort in learning or improving my skills in order to perform well because you know the euros and the worlds it's so much rigs and different grips and you know where I train I don't have that yeah. I have a few things I mean I'm happy I have the skitch I have the gibbons and a few different rigs. but it's not like really close to yeah. enough yeah but yeah. the spartan races I have the spear throw I have and it, I mean spartan it's not that really specific yeah as that, or I mean, it is specific because it's always the same obstacles, but it's, I mean, it is rope climbing. It's not difficult obstacles. The spear throw is like the main specific thing. Yeah. And that's what I've been training. Uh, and after the world's I like, finally, you know, got some breasts, the house was done, the world's was done. Uh, our daughter was back in, in, uh, daycare. She hadn't been for three months. You know, I just prioritized intense, short training specifically for Spartan and I got there and I just felt like okay I'm finally rested I haven't been sick for weeks and like well this has to be a good one because I'm feeling great yeah 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 (laughs) finally so it was very special you know doing a 1k qualifying round and knowing that it's going to be 3k that's the final but for me it was actually really good because at 1k, you can push fairly, you can run pretty fast, but it's not 3k, you know? Yeah. But I was pretty much just trying to run as, I mean, the qualification, you were at some point of, of my first qualifying race, I, I hit the spear, so I could go pretty easy the rest of the race. The yeah. The spear throw was half of at half of the race, pretty much, or maybe even two thirds. Okay. But at, at the second qualifying race, I missed the spear throw, which wow. meant that I had to do... The penalty loop which was really long it was like 30 seconds
0: and oh, wow. i mean the spear
2: throw was two seconds and you're yeah you're, you're done yeah. and you're not fatigued by it yeah so when i done that so each qualifying heat was 10 racers when i got out from that penalty loop i was like sixth or seventh place and i knew that uh, out of 20 runners it's going to be 10 in the final and this <laughs> is only i'm sixth seventh place out of in these your... tens yeah there's another heat with 10 more women I'm like shit I'm in trouble here yeah. so I had to go you know all in for the rest of the race
0: yeah.
2: uh <laughs> I ended up I think seven or eight in that qualifying round so I was like oh this was close but yeah. on my first one I was second okay so I knew that the capacity was there uh but I have to nail the, the spear throw I tried not to think about that oh, too good. much but what was good for me was, I think it was a good warm up in one way. Like I've done two intense races, I know which speed I can go at. I think other three K races, I mean, it's so intense from the beginning. Yeah, it's almost hard, you know, to warm up as much as you should. Or that's what I kind of realized that. Yeah, I, I was like ready in another sense. I've done it two times. Yeah, and I think I was running faster due to me doing the qualification rounds before. Uh, so I was just.
1: If you understand what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because I think I was I, pushing I, I, myself. I know what I can do. Yeah, exactly. Let's go.
2: And I and I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna go hard. Like, there's no there's no excuses now. I just I just need to go because this is three k. It's over like that. So I did the first round really hard, and I, I noticed like in the start, everyone was thinking the same thing. Like it, it's all or nothing. But it was a lot about the sphere of throw especially the first and the second lap uh because it was such a huge gap after we were three women i think who hit the spear throw first round and maybe it was more but from the like first women and we were like you know 30 40 seconds like that in front of the other girls yeah so i think honestly the spear throw shouldn't have been there uh to be honest
1: um is like it is a skill but it makes such a difference if you it miss- makes
2: too much of a difference it's it makes no sense and the penalty loop should not have been
0: that long that long um,
2: yeah but it w- it was it's like it is what it is yes yeah uh, it was like just all about nailing that that but at the same time I did also very good race overall in the end I won with one and a half minutes. that meant that I could miss the spiritual twice. Okay. Because the well, penalty yeah, loop was penalty thirty was
0: 40 to forty seconds. seconds. Yeah, yeah. So it's like,
2: yeah, you won because you hit all three spears. Yeah, I also did a very good race. Like for myself, that's what I'm like. It's not just the spear throw because then it it feels like saying you were lucky, like you know. Yeah. Uh, but I also feel like I did a good race. Yes, I hit the spear throw, which is which is super nice. But yeah, it was a fantastic race for me. Like, really was. Yeah.
1: What else was in it? It was spear, did you have monkey bars, did you have a herc hoist?
2: So from the start, it was a pretty intense trail hill run. It was very technical running. And then it was a double sandbag at the qualifications yes. and semifinal. They only took one bag at the finals because they many of the women couldn't pick the bag up. And then when they were running with it, few fell over because the run with the bag was oh, very was technical like, okay. and very yeah. steep. It was yeah, steep. it was so steep up and down because obviously you do a loop, so it was very steep. So I think some of the women fell over, so they just took one in the okay. final.
0: Okay, uh,
2: I like the double sandbag. So <laughs> for yeah. me, it was fine. Uh, it's like finally have an uh, advantage with uh, being you know a bigger athlete. Heavier athlete, but um, you
1: you spent a long time working on strength, right?
2: Yeah, that's yeah, that's the thing. Um yeah, so after that it was a very steep run. I mean steep. It's not just a hill, it's like vertical pretty much. And then spear throw, atlas stone, net net wall, net wall, uh balance beam, oh cool, uh rope climb rig, laser gun a frame and incline wall with rope.
1: okay oh yeah 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 you had like uh, a split wall right uh
2: yeah what's the name i, I didn't yeah. know yeah yeah uh yes yeah, so it was it was a good mix of obstacles yeah as i said the, the spear throw it would have been a more exciting race without the spear throw
0: for sure
1: like overall
2: yeah because yeah. it was like you just removed runners from being in the race pretty much when they had missed the spear throw I think mentally ma- many were like okay it's over and yeah, also because she lost so much time
1: yeah that that is a thing isn't it like if you know you've missed it especially in the final if you've missed it like twice you're like why why even bother going full send like why no. you- because I'm not in contention anymore
2: but it's like you know that the other women are gonna throw more spears so they can still miss but I yeah it has to be so hard missing you know one or two it made a huge difference but I mean I've been lucky the whole freaking year so uh, this was my
0: turn <laughs> was your time it was yeah
1: for sure <laughs> yeah um but it is a skill in itself as you say like you practiced the spear again and again and, yeah. again. and you're like I'm gonna nail it
2: yeah and I mean, I saw the the American 3K and they never had the spear throw. But I was like, I'm not going to do what I like. I can be very like, OK, then I'm not going to practice that It's out of the picture. But I was like,
0: mm-mm. This it is-
2: might it might be there. Like, I'm not going to count on it not being there because I know I suck at it. So I'm going to practice. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
1: And, like, Which Spartan was is so different everywhere and, like, it just changes its mind all the time. You never know what to expect. Yeah, but yeah You were totally right to not discount that. But, yeah, they didn't, did they? They had uh, laser guns in some of their races yeah. in the US.
2: Yeah, they did in this one, too. Uh, oh, so they had spear one? and laser. Oh, maybe I forgot to say, say that. After the rig, it was a laser gun. Yeah.
1: Oh, my goodness.
2: Yeah, so they had both. Oh, wow. wow.
1: Yeah. Hardcore. But anyway, you felt good. You performed well and you took the win. And
2: fantastic. Yeah. Really what,
0: nice.
1: What a great I lady. needed that. Yeah, and like just to finish your season on that is so great. Like I know yeah. you said, like, "Oh, I had a really great time doing this, but I feel like I could have done it better. I didn't feel like I was ready to do it to just go into that last race like, no, this is my time. I'm ready." I'm feeling good. Let's kill it.
2: Yeah, exactly like that. Yeah, it was really amazing. And I mean, it was nice weather. It was sunny. You know, there was during the race, the sun was setting. It was just, it was a perfect day.
1: Amazing. So, so nice to end your season like that. What do you think is in store for 2024? Have you thought about it a lot?
2: Yeah, I I think 2023, it's like a, you know, it annoys me in a way. It's like, why my husband asked me already like in the middle of the summer he's like maybe you should just end your season now and start working towards 2024
0: i'm like what do you say like <laughs> i can said i'm not good enough he's like i can see
2: that you're like not doing well you're not really happy when you're racing and i agree with him like i many of the races this year i wasn't like really happy yeah uh, because of the things I explained. So for twenty twenty four, I'm looking forward, you know, to find the joy with it again. Like I had many races that I was happy doing as well. But and with that it's it comes from feeling well, you know, health, focusing on health, less stress. Yeah. So we don't have any big things planned (laughs) privately. We're not moving, we're not building a house, we're not changing cars, we're not changing daycare for Cleo, we're just being this year. Nice. Uh, which is nice, which gives me more time for recovery, living and training. Yeah. I mean, life is still a bit complicated living away from family and yeah, uh, we don't have full daycare for Cleo, but so the plan is to try to train as much as I can and have energy for being more clever and see where it gets me. But I'm aiming the training for the short course uh 3 okay. k worlds european and i'm gonna try to do the swiss championships this year i haven't seen the dates yet cool. i've done it 2021 and 22 23 i couldn't manage the dates because we were in sweden yeah. I'm going to try to uh, do them this year because I did the Swedish last year. And as I said, the dates are the Swedish championship are three different dates. It's impossible for me to do all of them. So I'm just going to see like, when do we plan to be in Sweden? We're going to attend a wedding and so on. So we are like traveling there anyway. So I think our private life has to decide which races I do, but yeah. I am doing the Euros and the Worlds. Okay. But except that I need to plan it according to the The rest of the races plan according to where we are pretty much yes
1: okay um, so you're aiming to do euros in italy which is going to be cool and you ran the italian euros before yeah and
2: it's the six hour drive from where we live as well okay So it's very convenient it...
1: yeah yeah that's good a lot easier than my job yeah. <laughs> italian mountains yeah <laughs>
2: were you were you there 2022
1: No, no, I wasn't. It's not far away, but it's just a bit more logistically.
2: It (laughs) is. Yeah. It is. But for me, it's good, yeah, that I see the... That's good. uh, Yes, I did it in 2022. I know what the obstacles look like. I'm going to try to go to Italy and race a few Italian races. Four, yeah. Uh, So for us, it's uh, one hour to Italy from here, but it's... Oh, wow the the one of the Italian races I think it's like three three or four hours we'll so see do
1: that yeah okay that makes sense get a feel mm. for some of the obstacles
2: and then you'll yeah go- it's, and it's also because we don't have races here so okay. it's
1: it's actually one of the closest races for me so it's like win win that's yeah. so good and then you're definitely yeah. planning on Costa Rica
2: yeah and it's not the best like August is really bad for us family wise but yeah. it's the plan. Yeah, that's usually when we spend a month in Sweden, spending time with the family. But at the same time, it can also be, here's your grandkid,
0: I'm going to Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, so it might actually work out really well as well. But it's the plan. It's very strange going to Costa Rica, but makes sense to move out of Europe, move out of America, Canada.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, it does. And I think a lot of people sort of didn't like it when it was announced, but it's it's a world championship. It makes sense to use the whole world, not yeah. just in one place. So No. Yeah, that's- I think the only weird
2: thing is that I've never heard of an obstacle race in Costa Rica. Yeah, that's my only question more That's <laughs> it's like, okay, what, what obstacle are you going to use? Because, I mean, obviously they always use obstacles from local races yeah
1: yeah it's gonna be interesting yeah we'll see yeah it'll be cool well i'm excited for your year this year um
2: yeah it'll be fun i'm excited too it's gonna be uh and i'm noticing like oh already that it's it's easier when you don't have all these other things things
1: going on Um, yeah real life is exhausting it's tiring
2: it's tiring that's the the best explanation to it it's It's, tiring that's what it's been going on yeah so i'm i'm planning on um easier year more training running in mountains yeah being happy
1: yeah happy. I've seen you've been hitting the mountains quite a lot recently if you're running it's
2: yeah it's amazing I'm uh I'm trying also. Oh, like when we moved here I'm like I didn't move here to run on a track that's not why we did it <laughs> but I'm also realizing like but yeah but if you're going to perform on 3k you kind of have to do some speed work yeah uh, so I'm I, I'm like for myself like okay if you run two sessions heat fast here you can still do two to three sessions in the mountains like okay let's do it
1: Okay, yeah, fine
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah okay fine yeah
2: it's good not to run too much I had a I overdid it a bit in November I um, well you know I've been training for the Europeans and the world and Spartan Madrid all of them are pretty much flat yeah. So we were in Sweden for three months. I, I haven't been running that much in the mountains for months. Uh, it was after Madrid, end of October. So I was like first yeah. or second week back in training. I was like, I'm going to hit the mountains. I just ran in the mountains every day. Oh, a few weeks in, I got trouble with a foot. I was like, damn it. This was just because I've been running too much in the mountains when yeah. I'm not used to it any longer. Yeah. So I've also felt it that way. Um, I was going to run the Spartan Trail, Winter Trail in Morsi yeah, but that's why I didn't do it because um that was on my way back from that foot, yeah, uh, stuff so. worse it's,
0: worth it, really it's really better right.
2: now. But, it was yeah. it was it was kind of worth it because it was so nice. nice running in the mountains, but yeah. it's all better now I uh, taking care of it.
1: so you ready? you ready for twenty? I'm 20? ready,
2: Yeah, I'm ready.
1: well, yeah, thank you for coming on. Thanks for chatting <laughs> thank you for having me.
2: We've been talking for two hours. I know. okay, <laughs> I, I know. hope you're gonna cut this, down. I'll
1: it <laughs> yeah.
2: The cut down the, the the two depressed parts, you can cut them out too.
1: <laughs> They're also important, right? They, yeah, I guess.
0: I guess.
1: They are. I'm, yeah, I'm super excited to see how you perform at Euros and Worlds this year with more of your like lighter life focus. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be awesome. Um, yeah, I'm excited. But yeah, I'll definitely see you in Italy, if not before.
2: Talk to you on the gram.
1: Yeah, talk to you on the gram.
2: Thanks talking to you.